Welcome back to Musical Squares, the podcast where we are friends. Me. Where me are That's me. It. Yep. <laughs> it's a podcast where we all talk about our friendship. Guys, welcome back to Musical Squares, the album review show where four friends sit down, talk about an album, and give an arbitrary rating at the end. Nice. Arbitrary. It is kind of arbitrary. Mm. I don't think so. Depending on your perspective. Okay. Ooh, Nick so, with the wisdom. So, I am Max. To my left, I'm Brett. I'm Nick. I'm Dennis. And today, we are doing one of my favorite albums ever. It is Samael's album from 1994, Ceremony of Opposites. Hell so, yeah. Yep. That's it. It's the one. Or so, like Ceremony of Smelly Pits. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> we got high production value people. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd like to, to uh, chip in. Just note, that was on the Roadcaster Pro. That was one of the pre-installed. <laughs> <laughs> no product placement. Don't give our secrets away. Yeah, we don't want people to sound as good as us or as amateur as us. Okay, so Brett, tell us about how you knew the song Baphomet's Throne, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So this is a song uh, in my high school band, Pedophile. <laughs> with Alec. Um, this is one that he wanted to do. We were a death metal band, so I don't know why he wanted to do this one. You know, So I, I at some point learned these lyrics and then never performed them <laughs> did alec give permission to say his full name on a podcast we'll bleep it what, a, okay. what a fun story it was fun i think uh, i don't know if we were called rape at that point <laughs> god damn he's had a it's a, yeah, the gauntlet of good names i you know <laughs> does this have any relo- relation to clitoris abomine no different. i love how you were just fighting this for, was, for metal mutiny the whole time this was closely <laughs> this was closely related to metal mutiny huh. he didn't like that I wasn't so fond of pedophile. <laughs> God, imagine that. <laughs> you just type in pedophile, your fucking pictures come up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, so we're a group. But anyways, I like the song. Effort. You knew you knew the song Baphomet's Throne, and like that was it for Samuel, right? Yeah, I liked it. Nicholas, mm-hmm. uh, I saw them live in like 2010, the original Carcass reunion. And uh, I'd never really listened to them. I think at the time, their newest album was that uh, Above. That's my second favorite. Is that like 2008 or something? Yes. Yeah. Actually, maybe it was earlier than 2010. Because I think I was still in, I think I was still in high school. I remember you telling me about that show. Wasn't Vader there? No, it was, uh, it was Samuel. Sorry, I keep saying Samuel. Um, uh, Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. Um, it was Samuel in like Suicide Silence or something. Oh, yeah, and like uh, Fuck. someone yes. else. Someone else, I don't remember. But Was it Black uh, Dahlia Murder? No, no. Oh, it's Psychroptic. That's a band that existed or exists. They're, they're still around. Still doing stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we went to see Carcass in St. Louis and uh, uh, Samuel opened... Didn't really know anything about them, uh, except for, I think I'd seen a video of like one of the newer songs at the time. So like from above. And I remember thinking it sounded like, you know, 
fucking Empire from Star Wars. And like, <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that the show where In Grind We Crust came from? Was that Psychroptic? No. What band was that? That was uh, Phobia. Whatever, dude. <laughs> okay, good talks. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I, I remember seeing them play live, and they didn't have like a full drummer. It was just like a dude with a keyboard and like half like parts he's, of a drum he's set. Got like a, he's got like the upper parts of a drum yeah. set. It's goofy. And like me and uh, Chris uh, were like, that was really cool. <laughs> like watching him play was really cool. And Baphomet's Throne was one of the songs they played. And that was like probably like one of the highlights of their set. Like everybody was really into it and it was cool. But yeah, I, uh, but I never really checked them out after that. Never really been into like. I got a real strong industrial impression from them. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Cool. Uh, they were, they were cool though. And I'm yeah. Excited to talk about this album. How about you, Dindle? Um, I got into this band on, on your recommendation uh, a few years ago and I checked them out. Um, I've heard worship him and I've heard blood ritual. I like them both. Uh, the only song I knew from this one was Baphomet's throne. And, uh, yeah, I like this band. Um, I'm not sure how much I'm going to enjoy this stuff after this album. Cause I know they change quite a bit, uh, but I, I have kind of a love hate relationship with industrial stuff. So no, we're real unk heads here. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big time no, unker. Not me. Um, what? Give me, give me some pipes, some concrete. I get real industrial. You're like, no, I'm saying you're like the one, you're like the one out of all of us who would really like Unk. Have you ever heard Tom Waits' Bone Machine? No, is it cool? It's Tom Waits, but he recorded all the songs in a cabin on like, it sounds like dishes. Like <laughs> literally the, the music is like, that sounds like some shit crazy Brian Wilson would have done. It, yeah, yeah. That sounds annoying. It's nuts. It's, you know, it is what I just described. So <laughs> do what you will with it. Um, as for me, Samael was, uh, there was that CD shop. I think it was called CD warehouse that we went to. And this was, you know, a long time ago. And the first Samael out, I, I knew the name, uh, the CD I found was like their side project of the, the two main guys are brothers. They had a side project that they released as a semi-L album that was like purely like, uh, uh, it was like ambient synth music. Um, and I bought that and I liked it. And then I heard this album <laughs> right after and I was like, whoa, this is fucking cool. Um, and they just became one of my favorite bands from there. Um, one of your so, favorite bands. Yeah. So I've been a big fan of this band for a very long time. So the cover art for this, uh, it's super edgy, but I love it. I think it fits the tone in the atmosphere perfectly. It's a heinous depiction of my Lord Christ. <laughs> yeah, uh, screw God. I was laughing about how you said, nice, a blasphemous depiction of that dog, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch dog, Christ. <laughs> uh, I, I love this album cover. I think the, the, the grimy look of it, it's just, it's, it perfectly sets the tone for how it sounds i think it actually, black metal is fuck it fits the tone mm-hmm. in the way that like how it's uh 
the idea is like a really stereotypical black metal idea, mm-hmm. but like the way that it's depicted on this cover with the colors and stuff, it actually looks like semi like proto industrial, which is kind of like where they're going. Yeah. So like it kind of, it really works like really well. Yeah. I mean the, the original, uh, album art, which I don't have on my version of the album. It's, well, a, yeah, red it's, one, right? it's, it's a little tiny one, but yeah, it's the one, it's the red one. It's the one where it's like, uh, Christ's decapitated head with the nails in his I think they're nails replacing the crown of thorns and then his eyes are like hollowed out and sunken uh, the, the way it's like framed like that with like the red around it it makes it look like it's a weird like art gallery type vibe where I like my version where it's just I mean it's just, it's just zoomed in on the floating Christ head and I think I it like looks cleaner I like the red around it. I think it adds. I like the red, yeah. I do too. It looks a little too busy for me. But I mean, I just, I like looking at my album art and I would have known that I've liked that more if it didn't exist. So I guess the original is fine too. Yeah. I just prefer the simplified one. It is very edgy though. It's a bit off-putting. It's very It lets lets you know right away. The same for your mom and dad. Don't let your little sister get her hands on this one. This is not big sister music. Hide it under your bed. This is big brother music, but like really big brother, like with a leather jacket. This is like when your big brother comes back and he's got like a shaved head. Yeah. And like, he's like kind of like angry all the time. And radicalized. He got, kick, he got kicked out of the army. Yeah. yeah. He's not getting a job. No. No, but he keeps going. He keeps leaving at night. Yeah. Where's he going? What are you doing, Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that Dunkin' Donuts is just Dunkin' now? No. <laughs> when did that happen? I can't wait for like last just, year. Mr. Good Sense is just Good Sense now. Can't wait for that like to that. just be Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> and a few years later, it's just Duh. No, it'd be Unk. The D. <laughs> dunk. So, I guess it's now time to uh, take a black trip into the world of Ceremony of Opposites. Sick, dude. It is. That is the opening song. You are correct. That um, is. And uh, the first thing I wrote down was, what a way to start the album. Nice uh, lazy riff. Samael does this a lot. They um, they start the album with a fast song, and it kind of tricks you with something fast, and you're like, oh. And then it settles into... Samael is a primarily mid-paced band. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm sure we all noticed really? that. Yes. Well, I mean, on like every album is... Every album but one is mid-paced. Which one's fast? Uh, above. Above is like a 1,000 BPM the whole time. Uh, I'll probably um, never get around to that one. That one's too far. But they, they do this a lot where they, either like the opening song or the single will be one of the speedier tracks. Um, and it's kind of the outlier. Hmm. But um, I don't think this one stands out as far as like tempo goes that much. No, after after that initial kind of like fast uh riff intro it gets pretty slows down yeah i mean it introduces everything that they pretty much do <laughs> yeah. on this album uh but i like how the intro it's a, it's a, it's very like machine like and then like once they go into the next kind of riff which is more like stereotypical for the rest of the album it's like kind of like that i i like to call it like a sloppy mechanical riff because it's very exact but it's like black metally so it's like kind of like you know purposefully kind of just like rough around the edges this the uh the production on this album is very nasty 
yeah. really like filthy. I like the guitar sound a lot. Yes, yeah, it's, cool. it's it's like gross sounding, very thick and. Uh, you describe it as as nasty and I would, filthy. I wouldn't yes. say it's really gross. I think this album is like the guitar tone is. It's got a good like as filthy. far as black metal goes. This is like it's got a good very distortion. clean. <laughs> it's got a good distortion to it, but it's also very like neatly tracked. I think I don't know. It doesn't sound like. This is quite polished for like early mid nineties black metal. To me, there's a difference between fuzzy and raw and like filthy and like bassy and huge. I'd say I think the, the, the music's filthy. The production cleans it up. I'd say. I like I like the way this album sounds. I think it sounds again. There's a lot Brody. of there's a lot of space in it in the music. Like. Uh, and and all the songs are pretty similar. I'm just gonna get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, they are. But it's really like, you know, kind of mid paced and you could tell everything that's going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything you can, everything. can hear everything. The riffs breathe. Down, down, down. You know, it's not just like constant noise. Like most black metal, or a lot of black metal can be. This this album um, was very. Uh, this is one of those like kind of defining albums for me specifically like the way this sound there's i've never really heard anything else that sounds like this one um hmm. well, that's, with that's just, just a bummer it's 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 like they they heard hellhammer and we're just like that's pretty cool hellhammer's in like most of my notes on all the songs and then they went from there really um, yeah i don't I know much about of, hellhammer i hear a lot of celtic frost but i don't know a lot of the like sloppier riffs and like especially when they do like the we're getting off track from this song, but like uh, <laughs> when they do uh, a lot of like the not chord guitarists, like just like the single note riffs, that reminds me of Hellhammer a lot. Like, but this is like well produced, well put together Hellhammer. Oh, like yeah, it's like they heard Hellhammer and were like, where can we go from there? Yeah, I got Captain um, Frost from that, but yeah, but same yeah, thing. I, in yeah. I mean, yeah, same thing, but I, but I think there I mean, is a distinctive difference between. Celtic Frost and Hellhammer style, and this definitely leads. This, is, this, leads this is kind of a deep, like underground metal discussion. It, it is without it, any context. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I think true. that's fine. It's just like this I is think, stuff we know about. Yeah, this is just kind of a, maybe a, we'll put a warning flag here if you don't. For for an album that came out almost thirty five years ago and was so influential, I've never really heard anything since that kind of took this sound and kind of ran with it. Um, 35 years ago, 25 years ago. Yes. 25 years ago. Sorry. This, Um, I don't like, uh, my knowledge in this shit isn't super great, but it's kind of like, it sounds like this may have led the way for like the black and roll kind of like, uh, satiricon later stuff. And a little Samuel was kind of, they were, um, they were one of the very first black metal bands that sounded like black metal as we know it um to put out an album their first one was 91 and it was really influential in like the norwegian scene and you know it was very like venom and bathory and hellhammer sounding um and they still had this this very mid-paced almost doomy vibe to them um yeah nothing nothing ever really since industrial black metal kind of went a different direction where it was more uh fast and mechanical sounding Instead of groovy and riffy like this, I love the intro to this song. I think it's awesome. I think the way that it just starts with a is just so cool. Yeah, it's a good song. I like the 
keyboards. I like the, there's like a bridge where it's kind of like the keyboard and drums and he's kind of like, I don't know, singing over it. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, there's like a weird voice effect where he goes like, yeah. and it goes right back into the main riff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just some cool change ups and, you know, I don't know. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I was going to mention the vocals at the, at the very end of this song where he goes into, I call it the, uh, the, the painful black metal vocals yeah, where, English. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like the, where that sounds cool as shit with the keyboards backing it at the when end it of the went, song. Like it's got like the vocal choir keyboards on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, it's a really good start. Um, and it, like I said, it introduces kind of all of the themes of this album. You know, I mean, you're going to get, you know, some sleazy, like cool, mechanical sounding riffs like uh, mixed with like you know the evil hellhammer style stuff yeah this one it's a they do it on like every other song but it's like the (laughs) they like the pinches they like the it's those 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 distorted harmonics yeah Marilyn Manson is fucked like they just found that sound um, I don't know. Maybe they invented it. I feel like yeah. the ministry invented that. Probably. Hmm. Could be right. It's about the same time. I mean, when worship him and a little bit before that, but yeah. I think the song's great. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, they get patriotic in the next one. With Celebration of the Fourth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this song because he, when he goes by fire is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Uh, I water. His vocals on this album are so, again, just gross. The chorus on this song, um, I was going to make this quick comparison. I guess I could have done it when we were just talking about the, the sound of this album. But uh, um, this song cemented it for me. I was like, this sounds like Nightfall right after like a couple a years bit, after yeah. this era like lesbian show era nightfall is like it kind of sounds like this like it's they like, heard <laughs> this and we're like let's yeah, do that yeah because this because that was the album where they they like that band changed just a couple years after that was this. a drastic change from yeah the one before. for them yeah that's they true went, they went lgbt <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the lesbian show <laughs> Dude, that album fucking rocks. <laughs> it's, it's, when, it's when you mentioned that to Brett, I was like, well, what the fuck? That sounds so stupid. So I checked it out and was like, oh, fuck, this rocks. <laughs> the, the, I was like, if anybody would like this, Dennis would fucking love this shit. The, yeah, I was real into it. <laughs> the one after that is a little hit and miss, but it's got the first song and it's called Faster Master Disaster. That's the one where where they go like actual industrial and like, I don't know. It's not for me, but it's, you sent it to okay. me and you were like, you'd like this. And I said, bands doing weird industrial stuff in the late nineties is like 100% my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Except for creator. I don't like when creator did it. Wasn't good. So anyways, um, I like, I like the transition between black trip and this song. Yeah. It's like really dumb. Awesome. Where it stops for like a beat mm-hmm. and then starts the same yeah, beat. Goes, <laughs> yep. It goes, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, this is fucking riff. This is where this is where they start one of the one of the other trends on this album, which is the the start stop riff. 
and like uh, mm. and they use it to really good effect almost every single time yeah. <laughs> like, um, the one thing i think is funny about this song i've always thought it is that <clears throat> the album starts on a fast riff and then is not fast and then the next song starts on a slow riff and ends on a fast riff i always thought that was kind of funny by about I mean, they do some other things, but by about three songs, you start to realize that they're recycling some <laughs> concepts. Yeah. And they're just like mixing them up the order of that they do them. Yeah, but it rules. It rules. Yeah, my, <laughs> I my, totally my, agree. It is kind of it is kind of weird because, I mean, like, I feel like my notes on almost all these songs are almost the same. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not like a negative, really, for this <laughs> yeah. album. My, um, my like, notes oh, are almost roof. entirely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome, like nasty every, riff. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking every fucking song is like the keys are cool and set the mood. The chorus fucking you know is cool and sounds evil. I've got notes <laughs> like fucking bass again, so good. <laughs> I have one here for the next song that goes. It says dun dun digga digga dun da dun da we. Yeah. Celebration of the fourth. In parentheses of July, um, yeah. um, uh, I I lo- I'm a sucker for like you guys were talking about the lyrics where he's talking about you know like by fire or by water like that like it sounds like you know it's a stereotypical thing in metal but it I, it gets me every single time but if a band has like a cool sound I love and they that. and they write a song that sounds like they're like summoning something. That just fucking gets me. I, I love that alchemy. Love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Alchemy kind of stuff. And so, Ceremony of Opposites, that kind of sounds like that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. just works. That theming is, is very good on this album. The it, lyrics are really cool. Um, I mean, some of them. Uh, some of them are we'll good. We'll get to one later. But, <laughs> are you going to talk about when he says tummy women? <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was talking about tummy women. One. He says tummy women. On one of the songs, I love "Tummy Women." Um, Did you actually say that? Yeah, he says. He looked that like, up. Does he, he mean like belly women. dancers? No. Is he talking? It's, about? it's probably in that song where he's pissed off he was born. It's "Son of Earth." He says, "Oh, bulged tummy woman. Oh, deformed body woman. From your filthy womb, it's death you give birth." <laughs> that lyric doesn't bother me. That's badass. I don't think it's bad as the ones me. that that I'm going to talk about later. Yeah, but <laughs> I wonder if we're going to talk about the same ones, Nick. We might. I only really have one that I like really know. I didn't really read the lyrics to this album, so it was really only stuff that I noticed like from listening to it. Okay. Also, this is something that I noticed by the second or third song. They, that's that groove, like their groove that I feel like they kind of ride this most of this album. Mm-hmm. It's really offbeat centric. It's all da 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 You know, like. Yeah, they kind of come, come back in on offbeats and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like, it, yeah. They, there's a song later on I forget there's there's a song later on where they uh, they straight up play like on the offbeat like a reggae song I think it's like, the last song isn't it it might be yeah, I think it's, it's, in, it's in my notes but it's, I think I think you're right I think it is a title track it is a reggae one. kind of track but it's they always emphasize that and he always comes in on the you know when when I saw them play live you know like that's one thing that I really noticed about them is like, I, I don't know how much varied material they played from that set list, you know, but like, but whenever he was playing, it was always like that hand motion of the, like, you know, just like upstroke, like, and just like really 
laying into it, you know, and like, and they would always be like going at that, that rhythm together. Yeah. It sounds like, I don't know when they discovered that feel, but like they found it and they were like, Oh fuck, this is cool. Like this is a sound. Let's just do a whole album of that. Yeah. And they did. (laughs) Sure did. They definitely did. Um, Um, Is it time to move on to, I've got a little bit more to say about celebration of the fourth. I got one more note on it too, but you go Um, Dennis. I, I don't, I think this was missing in black trip, but I think this one introduces some like Gothic themes and touches to With the, the music. keyboards, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they sound a bit more creepy and eerie. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I, there's like a little breakdown section in this one that I like a lot too. That was my, that was my note. Yeah. yeah. I said, there's a, the, the little breakdown thing right before they go into the, the more like frenzied riff at the end or mm-hmm. whatever like that. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Every yeah. time they do that, we just mentioned the uh, the start stop kind of stuff that they do, um, and they kind of let like you know the they they do a lot of rests and like let let it breathe for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, every time they do that, it, it it's it's awesome because it uh, it really keeps the attention. I think this this album's kind of a uh, it's really impressive because this album's so short and there's so much uh, packed into each song. Um, that I kind of forget that each song's like three minutes long all the time. Yeah, it's kind of surprising when you actually like look at how long the songs are if you've listened to this a few times because like, I don't there's know, a, well, I'll talk about but yeah, each one. I kind of talk about that more in the overall, but like, uh, but yeah. Yeah, no, there's a, there, I'd, I'd agree. There's a lot packed into the songs, Um, even if there's like, you know, a lot of the same concepts, like they, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about that later a little bit, but, but yeah, no, I'm a good song. Good song. Another good song. Yep. As we keep rolling. Um, this next one, Son of Earth, is one of my favorite. The The bass line at the beginning. The <laughs> it's so awesome. When you do that, it makes it sound like a corn song. I love that. It's so awesome. Yeah, dude. The beginning is cool because like they, uh, they there's like an immediate tempo change. There's yeah. like. <laughs> there's an immediate. It starts really slow and then it goes like fast and then it stops and goes right back to the mid pace shit. It's but awesome. it's like a different tempo than the, than the original. I think like, it's like they, they, they actually change it. Like it's a way it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's still slightly different enough where I'm like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of interesting. I, I had a note on this song that just said, I bet the song's cool as hell live. Yeah. <laughs> I've always loved this song because of that bass line and because of how he says horror or he says deformed my horror art. <laughs> It's always very funny to me. Yeah, and you get the you get the eerie keys again, on like the chorus, like yeah, I, I don't know. The more that they do that, the more I like it. I, I I although I I don't think that I would want them more and have them be more present on the album. Like, but when they're used, they're used to really great effect. I uh, I like that they're never in front. Yeah, yeah. This the the keyboardist on this album is actually kind of weird. He joined just before this one and he left um, the next year after they did, they did that EP Rebellion. And then that was it. He's like not really done anything else since. Hmm. Um, but I mean, it's kind of interesting because his, his inclusion in the band was kind of their um, <clears throat> genesis for the industrial sound. And then they, they went from there. But I was just thought it was interesting that he was kind of a one and done, but he was so important to the band the same time yeah he definitely helped this one out um i 
they they re-recorded some of the old songs from the first two albums on that EP, mm-hmm. Rebellion. And, I mean, he gets a little bit of time to do stuff, and I think he helps out the sound quite a bit. Um, it would be interesting to hear what those... I like those re-recordings. Those whole albums would have been like if he had been in the band. But, anyway, um, Son of Earth, I really do like this song. Uh, it starts off pretty fucking evil, and I dig that. And there's a nice build-up and a really great payoff, and where he like goes by the anguish of the unknown and he holds that note out a little bit and that sick fucking riff comes in dude it's badass the fucking ending riff to this song that do 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 that ending riff is a fucking badass like do 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 i put because of that because of that ending riff that that's where that distort they do that distorted harmonic shit like mm-hmm. over and over again and it's like that's why i put that so far if you're if you're only into this song on this album this is the most industrial song on the album so far just because of that fucking last part and they do that know. they do that <laughs> awesome ass it could be it, it's kind of billy as hell but the they just do it again it's awesome yeah there's a lot of start stoppy note experimentation on this song I think the uh, like that little kind of breakdowny section. I feel like they get some like martial drumming in there, or sounds very military like, and that kind of comes back throughout the album. But that mixed with like that feedback riff, the little mm-hmm. that's great. <laughs> that that uh, kind of military marching stuff is something they would explore a lot later too. Hmm. Imperial marching, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anything else? There's some. There's some early Star Wars on this album. There's some early Star there Wars is. for sure. Yeah. I, I thought it was important to write dun dun digga digga dun da dun da we. That must be that last riff. Yeah. yeah. Must have been. Yes, yeah. it is. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my notes for till we meet again start with ting ting ting. Uh, Glockenspiel yeah, shit. The, what is <laughs> what is that bell at the beginning of this song? Yeah, it's like some it's chimes. Like, but I wrote Glockenspiel type shit. So dope. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like, see that that like that. I've I've listened to this album several times, and every time I hear that, it's like it hits for me sometimes. And sometimes I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Like, it just it just feels so separate in the mix. It's a ride symbol. It's the bell. It feels right. like way separate from it's, that. It's it's some sort of chime because he does a ding on it. But I remember hearing this for the first time and that that chime sound kind of being the first time I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. You know, like this album's kind of different. It just sticks out so much like in the mix of it. It's just, it's weird. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty up there. Like, I don't know. It's um, it, it, like I said, sometimes I, I don't mind it. And sometimes it just, it, it does. I want to go as far as say it like bugs me. It's more just like I, I, I when I'm hearing it, I'm like, what is the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, um, I like, I like how this song, that intro riff kind of stops and then it cuts into the, it's like a, the first like kind of moody, not like really groovy riff that kind of riff. Um, yeah, I just like how it's, it's real. It's it's just a lot more moody, like a little more kind of downbeat for a minute. You mean like once you're talking about the riff when it first kicks in? Yeah, like the main like verse riff. Yeah, that's like the best riff on the album. Yeah, it's very like dark and um, that's some doomy hellhammer shit. Yeah, like that is, uh, that's that. It was literally the moment where I was like, yeah, this is fucking great. 
Like I I I th- I genuinely think that's the best riff on the album. <laughs> it's like, up there. I, it's, yeah, I made a note of that too. That like after the like intro section and the intro lyrics come in and that riff kicks in. Yeah, yeah. that's a great riff. But, um, yeah, because they they do the thing too that I I love. Um, bands of this style or really any style of of metal stuff, but where they have just like a really cool riff and then they morph it. Yes. And then they just keep going like, and they do that a lot on this album. It's yeah. But this one, like very specifically, like, like they, you know, they change it and then they add the keyboards in like the latter half, like for a little bit. And then the guitars will be playing it in chords instead of like the single notes. And then the baseline changes a little and like, it's it, it, but it's same idea. They just kind of make it move and they, they get all of what it's worth out of that really cool riff. I also noted um, his vocals on this one are some of the best where he's like, it's almost like he's howling at parts. Um, they're just very, very, uh, very cool. I like Sam Isles vocals. Yeah. Sam Isles does a good vocal. <laughs> I like Samuel's vocals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, his name on this one, he went by Vorfalak. <laughs> oh. Sounds like a... Um, well, I don't know. What do you what, what prophylactic? Yeah, it sounds and like the, a symptom uh, of something. The brother of the drummer was Zydropgor. <laughs> what? Jesus. And then he went by Zytris and then he went by Zy. Soptopus. <laughs> Soptopus. <laughs> sounds like the progression of one of Nick's cats. Yeah. Now the the guy who does the guitar and vocals, his name is Vorf. Now he just goes Vorf. by Vorf. Hmm. I I think this song. I know you mentioned it earlier, uh, talk about Son of Earth, but I feel like this is the one where they like really get into like some industrial music during that intro with like the effects come in and it's like that drum Philly type thing. Yeah. It's just the very, they very briefly do it in the intro. And I think that's like the most industrial moment of the whole album. I think the next song that's, you know, for later, but Mm. I mean, um, this one did it for me. I like the intro a lot. It breaks up the pace of the, you know, it breaks up the pace of the album um, in a good way. And I like the, I like it when it's something that Sepultura did, like, bacow, bacow, four times, and then bacow, 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 bacow. That's yeah. fucking cool. I don't know why. But. I love on this one too. It's got that like Post kind tension. of like string, string keys section over like some double bass and like some really mean sounding riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just cool. Yeah. This is the uh, beginning of uh, like a four song run where they, uh, you know, kind of do like Darth Vader's entrance and then the Emperor's <laughs> entrance. And like, uh, I literally have notes in here where I'm like, this sounds like, you know, they're getting, they're prepping for the, you know, Lord Vader's visit. And then like, cause on this, uh, on this song, um, they do a, uh, they, they have like a, they have like a rest measure. Mm-hmm. like the keyboards come in and it sounds like some star Wars shit. Like once it all comes in, but it's fucking awesome. Every time keyboards come in, it's fucking awesome. Especially on this song. They use yeah. the John Williams patch collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, check this out. <laughs> Guys, this really cool star Wars patch. But yeah, I don't know. The, the only thing about this song. And like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't full blown annoy me, but like, I don't, I'm not too big on the intro. I think this would be, I think this probably is my favorite song, but I'm not too big on the the intro. Just that that like per, percussive bell thing. It's, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I, but I the, like it. it the rest me of at the, all. It kind. I don't know. It just threw me off like a lot of the time when I listened to it. Sometimes I didn't even notice it. You just hate the just, sound of the bell thing. Kinda. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's just something that I was like. There's another <laughs> thing that happens in another the, song. 
we'll talk about in a bit too that just like fucking the sound know, is weird. like the intro of um god of thunder by kiss it's like dink 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 and then the little kid that goes okay yeah hmm. i don't know that's just what my kiss was, was very influential to black metal so uh, uh, yes kind of again this that that Definitely. kind of intro was one of those ones where as like a 16 year old i was like whoa this is weird what is this this is cool um but i can totally understand the because it's really high and it's piercing and it's kind of shrill and yeah i don't know sometimes it just it just it like i said it's less of like a oh i hate this and more just like a the fuck like you know (laughs) It's <laughs> like, like I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me. It's a thing that gets my attention, and what is otherwise a little bit—I don't want to say monotonous because that's a bad thing. The riffs keep my attention enough. I, I didn't need some weird belly thing like to come in. I think, yeah, I, I think it, when they do things like that, I think it's good for the variety of the album. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I wouldn't, I won't fault it for it. I just mean, you know, it's just, it's just, it just weird. sounded like a ride symbol to me. It does not sound like it's a ride symbol. Definitely to me. a chime. Because well, still, but like it, uh, I didn't go like, what the fuck is that? It sounds, it's, it's uh, not it sounds like a piece of a drum kit. It's not like the sound of like the, the bell itself. It's more like how separate it sounds from everything we've heard before. Like it, it doesn't sound like it's mixed in the same as everything else. It's like, like 100% the, like priority in the mix too. Well, it's isolated when it happens. Yeah. It's really loud. It's the only thing going on. So that, I mean... I just mean even coming from the previous song, like it just sounds like, I don't know, it's a little jarring to me sometimes. You think it sounds like one of those like cheap keyboard metronome count-ins? <laughs> Is it? I mean, it's kind of that. It Here's what Nick of, thinks of, of that. That production is what I think about your joke, Brett. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, Mask of the Red Death. Hang on. Were you not done? No. Oh. I was going to say that this this is probably a, this is one of the best arrangements of a song on the album, in my opinion. And I think the the false ending on this one, which they do, I mean, pretty often, <laughs> they like that. Uh, but when those keyboards come back in after the false ending, those are pretty spicy. Yeah, very cool. I dig that. So this is the the Imperial March coming yeah. in. That's hot. It's cool. So Mask of the Red Death. This one, I love that that. This one's Poe. <laughs> this is Poe as fuck. This is Poe. It's Poe. It's a Poe song. Poe? Yeah, Poe. That's poor? what the kids are saying. That mean poor? No, it means Edgar Allan Poe, Mask of the Red Death. Oh. Max is illiterate. Yeah. I got, I've never read an Edgar Allan Poe story besides the scratching in the walls. Not very cultured of you. Um, that's funny because last American? night I was talking about reading a Penguin's unabridged version of... <laughs> I want a crystal, but <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Penguins abridged version, unabridged. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, that I love that kind of extra, uh, that like crackly, like over a shitty headphone sound they put on the dun dun dun. That that I wrote Marilyn Manson. That's Marilyn Manson to me. But it's, it's cool. Like, it is cool. I'm not saying <laughs> Marilyn Manson in a bad way. Pre Marilyn Manson. Yes, it is Marilyn Manson vibe. <laughs> it's like it's very industrial metal. Yeah, which yeah. is I put that this, what Marilyn Manson is. I bet that this song is a lot like, um, 
till we meet again, but uh, but more chuggy. And they, they even do the same kind of thing where they morph like the verse riff by adding keys later on in it and like, mm-hmm. you know, playing over. But it's not a bad formula. It really works. Um, mm-hmm. And plus uh, this song too is the one where they're, they're prepping for the, at the beginning, they're prepping for the emperor to arrive. <laughs> yeah. I love how like the, the keys are really like piercing on this song. I, yeah. I I gotta disagree with the keyboards on this one. This is one of the ones where I don't really like the keyboards. You don't like the sparkly ones? At the I think end? they I think they sound they sound pretty cheap. I love that though. They just randomly like the that. keyboards just randomly get kind of sparkly in this song. Yeah, I, I I I actually don't mind it at all. They've kind of got like two different tones um, on this album. They've got like the strings, and they've got that sound. Um, What's that? They've got a, they've, yeah, sparkly and cheap is kind of a good way to yeah. describe it. Um, you sounded like you were just breaking out in a song in the Munchkin Kingdom there. You know, I... I think the, I don't know if it's the chorus or whatever, but the part where the keys get really loud and it's kind of like, I quote unquote epic. That's hmm. that's kind of, I don't know, the most like reminiscent of old school black metal to me of this album. Where the keyboards get epic? Yeah, like symphonic, like, I don't know. It's the most Norwegian-y feeling thing. On the really? Album. Yeah. I think this this album is one of those ones where it's un, unmistakably black metal, but it's also not. Yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't really sound... It's very... It sounds like the first wave type of stuff, like, like Hellhammer and Venom, but just really slow and groovy. Um but it's still unmistakably like a, a black metal album from the time period. Uh, I don't know. I mean, when I first started getting into this band, they always kind of sounded, uh, I mean, they still do, but the, the, it's just, it doesn't sound like second wave black metal to me. Like it's kind of just its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like parts of it sound closer to death metal to me, but the vocals are black metal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even Dark Throne had like a transition. Yeah, period, this, this is its own sound. Yeah, like, I mean, this like this doesn't sound. They were like they were like doomy, um, and groovy. Yeah, doomy, groovy, like a little bit of death metal in there. No one else really sounded like Samael at the time. This is kind of like um, addressing my conclusion a little early, but it's like it's very black album. This album is very black album, black metal. It's very like yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Just well written like rockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they they streamlined the formula, and you know just like made fucking really cool. Yeah, I think simple songs out of it for the time period. This album's always been fascinating for me because this was 1994. Um, black metal was just kind of like reaching its its peak of like the second. Wave, like wave, the yeah. Norwegian guys were just figuring out like that's when like most of like the best classic albums came out was in that time period and Samael was already like moving on and I've always thought that was really interesting that they you know it kind of took the path not not that they sound similar but they kind of took the Bathory path where they were just doing something totally different like yeah yeah well I mean Bathory wasn't really part of like I guess Samael wasn't since they were from Switzerland, but they weren't. Bathory wasn't part of a scene. 
Like there, yeah. was, there weren't really any comparable bands to Bathory in like 84, 85. Bathory yeah, yeah, is like an true. anomaly because he, that's, you know, that's but like he went there. was making like, yeah, like they're, they were, they're their own thing. They were moving on and they were doing something else. Like, it, yeah. especially by this time, I mean, Bathory was doing some really different stuff by this time, even from like all the people who were just now trying to copy the Bathory sound, like from, you know, years before at this point. Yeah. People, yeah. people would say diabolical full moon mysticism was very Bathory. You know, some people would say it's delicious. Some people would say that when they mishear the lyrics. Um, did, we did. Have, did we have any more to add be, before we move on? Uh, to Mask of the Red Death. I just, I, I like how rhythmic the verses are on this mm-hmm. one. Um, and, the, and the riffs get extra groovy. And yeah, it's a good song. Uh, this one to me is a, a bit more of a, a subtle one on the album this is this is one of the ones that i kind of always forget how it sounds a little bit until it comes on again yeah this one and two are martyrs i always kind of forget about but um i'd really like to talk about baphomet's throne right now (laughs) we can do that because this fucking song rules baphomet's throne oh (laughs) oh my god this song fucking rules yeah it's so hard um i know that that's a real like classical song i don't remember what it is is it really yeah um let me find out but and man just the the fucking part in this song he goes show it away to the Baphomet's throat, and then the the that's the best riff on the album to me. So fucking. And then when he says, "Am I just one?" Yeah. Oh my, that's sick. This fucking rules. I'll go down the list real quick. This is all I put on this one, but this one's got it all: cool start-stop riffs, driving chuggers. Industrial guitar technique with sloppy edge, lots of harmonics, slightly agonized vocals, make it feel real and cool, and the keys are used sparingly and effectively. Total banger. Total banger. The the part near the, the part near the end where the orchestration mm-hmm. from the beginning comes back, just fucking it gets wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it gets me so fucking torqued. I love this song. Yeah, this <laughs> is like a, a lightning in a bottle kind of song, like just catchy from start to finish. And still, like, mean and evil. (laughs) That's what I like. This album is fucking mean the whole time. Like, it's just mean. Sick freaks only. (laughs) There's less to say about these songs than there is to... It's because they're all like two minutes and they're just like bound down down to bound bound There's not we're, <laughs> we're just fucking meatheads. Just you're <laughs> just like <laughs> I mean, my notes have all been that was fucking cool. <laughs> it's. That's mostly what mine say. This has <laughs> happened before where like eventually it's it's just like mid-tempo rocker and then it's like double kick part. Like yeah, I by, just start writing like what this what happened. Yeah. <laughs> by, because by the end you're like, oh, I mean, like it's great. I mean, whatever. Do you want to, my notes for this song verbatim. You can't tell me that intro is one of the best ever. Show me the way to the Baphomet's throne and then the riff. It's just nonstop. Literally, I, I say best riff after... Show me the way, da da da. 
And then I wrote, am I the son you've been waiting for? Am I the chosen one? Then fucking nasty ass pinch riff, such a pounding and rad song. One of the absolute best. (laughs) (laughs) You should have heard pedophiles cover. (laughs) It improved on the original. (laughs) No keyboards, no guitar player. If I was ever Mm. a wrestler. No drummer. No drummer. (laughs) (laughs) If I was a wrestler. That'd be my intro. That, that, that does sound like final boss music. Yeah. That's kind of the s- sound that the Samoa Emperor. Joe comes out to. The Emperor. Ooh. Samoa Arrived. Joe, pull up his come his entry music. Well, hang Don't on. I that. found uh, the the oh, little God. like sample that plays at the beginning. Uh, it's the hut of Baba Yaga. Hey, everybody. There was an error with the recording here. Basically, all that happens is that Baphomet's throne is added to the Hall of Bangers with zero argument. Okay. On with the show. All right, whatever. Cool. Flagellation. All right. This one introduces a new groove for the first so, time. <laughs> this song, believe it or not, is uh, very important for me. Um, you like being flagellated? I do. I love it. Uh, Cat of Nine Tails <laughs> gets me worked up. Hmm. But really, this song, um, kind of like him. <laughs> That's funny to me. This song and my kind of musical evolution of what I like. This was this was one of the first times I remember being like, "Oh, I like keyboards. I like keyboards a lot. This is cool." Um, Wait, I like keyboards. Yeah, I I distinctly remember hearing this song for the first time and just being like, "Yo, this is tight." That's interesting that you would say that because I made a note. The very first thing I wrote down was intro is super gothic and awesome, but has some cheap sounding keys in there. That may be why I like cheap sounding keys too. Is this album? I love it. I don't and think it's they got, sound too cheap. I think it just. I think it's it's this part, and then Mask of the Red Death. That's the only time they sound like cheap, like just cheap tones. It's yeah. It's like it's, it's like stock harpsichord sound effects on like a really cheap keyboard, and I just fucking love it. And it's got that, um, it's got that like driving like triplet riff that's like super rolling and fast, and then, and then it stops, and then they just do it again. Yeah. yeah. And this, it's it's so fucking awesome. It is like the first time they really ride like an upper it's not up tempo, but it's upper tempo. This yeah, this is like one of the first like I like how the riff like moves around the keyboard stuff going on. Definitely just break it up a little bit. It's uh it's 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 a little different than everything else they've kind of been doing up until now. Um, yeah, this song is like a riff salad more than like in, more so than the, the songs before it, at least on this album. Uh, mm-hmm. um, they just kind of like threw everything in and uh, I don't know. You can tell they spent some, some time on this one for sure. It's a good song. It's a good track. Um, this is the thing that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know what you're going to say. The riot symbol. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, that is. it's not a ride symbol. I uh, listened to it several That fucking thing. You're talking yeah. about what's like happening when like the music is playing yes. and you can just hear it. Yeah, I thought it was, he, the drummer was doing some weird percussive thing. That's a keyboard. That's, That's a keyboard? Are you talking the... No. Yeah, it's just like a weird keyboard sound. That is obnoxious. It's fucking... It hurts my ears half the time. I'm like... It just comes like it just like the riff is like that. 
that thing and it's like that's a neat idea cool rhythmic change but then there's just this fucking thing on top of it and i'm like mm-hmm. you're talking about it's happening? like pew, pew, but like super high pitched and dude it's literally going like like it's like I, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I thought it was a fucked up ride symbol for a long time. No, it's, it's the keyboard. Yeah, it's like a cool. It's like a cool like siren sound. I like it. I think it's cool. It's obnoxious. It is obnoxious, but it's <laughs> it, it's it's. I got used to it after a while. Yeah, but same. it's still fucking like. Just the first time I heard it, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" If it was like, any did louder, break on my fucking headphones. Like, yeah, it's it, like it, yeah, it sounds like some sort of malfunction. But if it was any louder, I'd be super turned off from this song. Mm-hmm. I love this song, but that part is like real fucking questionable. There are some, there's some parts in, in this song and then the next one where there's, there's some keyboard parts that kind of sound like he was just like kind of playing along, like just like did one on the keyboard and they just recorded it. They sound a little weird, but yeah, there's, I, yeah, yeah. I love this song. I, I like this song, song too. I think the chorus is catchy. I mean, the flagellation, and then brrr, dun, dun, brrr, and then at the end when the riff comes back, like the intro riff, I put, I put I like how I like how you think it's over, and then they do the imperial march again. Yeah, it's so it. fucking tight. <laughs> and then, oh my god, it's just, it's you know what, man, you really like this album, huh? You got a bit of a half chub going on in the table. I got a bit of half chub. What do you got to say, Brett? I like this one. Cool. Well said. Thank you. Did you have anything else to say? This one has it introduces a new tempo to the album. <laughs> this one's a little quicker and bouncier. I don't remember the annoying noises you guys are talking about. I remember the general the gist of this song, and it sounds cool, and I like it. Would you like me to play it? No, I, okay. I, I don't. I don't need it. I don't um, want that. Okay. The uh, the next song. This is a song that's really special to me. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, first time you kissed a boy. <laughs> first time I kissed a boy. Yeah. No, the, the, uh, the name of the song crown. Sorry. The song is crown. Um, this was the first of the metal Samuel songs that I heard. And I immediately was like, Oh boy, this, this was made for me. Oh, I like boy. this. Oh boy. The yeah, that opening riff is fucking awesome. That's probably my favorite riff ever. Very procreation of, of the wicked of like all yeah. time. It's, it's probably my favorite riff. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of when I was listening to this whole. Album. I was like, this sounds like procreation of the wicked the whole yeah. fucking time. <laughs> I was like, but it's cool. Yeah, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that, that song. Is, that riff is just so like nasty and dirty and, and groovy, catchy and as fuck too. It's just, and then the way they they turn it into a tremolo as it goes on. It's yeah. just the riffing. The, the, this song to me is the one like uh, there's a few of them that, that this happens, but I'd say this one gets kind of epic. Yeah. Yeah. This song crescendos amazingly. Did yeah. any of you guys notice on this one too? Um, I mean, the, the bass is like pretty easy to pick out on this album the whole time, but uh, when it's present on this song, you can hear kind of like, it's got like a bit of like dirt overdrive on it a little bit. It's a little rougher. And like it sounds some distortion. It's yeah, like like a, just a little bit, like with the with the direct signal, and like it's a uh, it was noticeable enough to me that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and that, like it's 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 cool. 
God, I yeah, love I mean, this like, song. I gotta say, like, I, I like this song too, but this was the point, like, at least when I was making my notes where I was kind of like, I mean, this song's great, yeah, but it's kind of just, it's more of the same for me. Like, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say, like, you know, there's cool riff, there's a, you know, fucking, there's a Star Wars part, and there's cool keyboards and whatever, you know, but I mean, like, uh, you know, it's good, and there, there are some obvious moments. Like, the cool thing about it, even if I'm saying the same things about all these songs, is that there are moments that I, I, I do remember from each and every one of them, you know, it's a, and, and I, you know, equate it to the specific song, like, you know, so that's, there's something to be said for that. Um, I think the only other thing that I could say about this song that, um, you know, very specifically at least is, uh, later on when they're doing kind of like that, like more like slidey riff, mm-hmm. where they're kind of like moving around like a little bit more, um, uh, the keyboards are really cool, um, going mm-hmm. around with that riff as well too. They're, they're really good at melding those like, kind of eerie more gothy keyboard like sounds and with, i love like, the know, cool s- slidey riffs and shit the, like this is the first song that kind of has an uh besides like baphomet's throne but it's got that like <sighs> intro sound that's like kind of like ominous and spooky mm-hmm. before the riff comes in and it's just a really cool kind of change of pace for it's like three seconds long but it's it's neat yeah i mean th- there's a lot of that, that happens on the album where they just kind of like do a little something something to like break up monotony uh-huh. and it works really well i mean they do it several times and it's always something like a little bit different and for how like consistent in sound this entire album is and how concise it is doing shit like that really helps yeah <clears throat> yeah because i mean you could easily put out you know a, you know an album this length like you know 35 minutes or whatever and just have it be blistering bullshit the whole time and like and it would be a lot like less noticeable Panzer division marduk <laughs> but like you know it would just be a lot less noticeable but they, they they clearly put a lot of thought into it you know yeah so yeah it's i i don't know how much the producer had to do with it but there's nice production touches to keep it fresh yeah i think he probably had a big impact because the jump from this one uh from like worshiping and blood ritual to the production quality of this one is pretty different yeah um <laughs> I think he probably had a big influence in like the industrial nature of their sound. Hmm. Um, Speaking of industrial, this one, when they like up the tempo a little bit, there's like a sample of something. It's a, it's a sample of Alistair Crowley saying something. Okay. I don't, I don't know what he says, but he's like, (laughs) you have to go the left way. (laughs) The left hand path is the cool path. Um, but th- this song has also my favorite line in the album when he says, a thorn in my flesh. Just the way he says it is so cool. <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Brett? Oh, I like this one. <laughs> well said, Brett. Well said. <laughs> is that your notes? Uh, th- this one was kind of just, I-, I like it. I it's It was in and out for me. Like Really? Just that pleasant. riff didn't grab you? There was a cool, I have, it's a stompy part. <laughs> in that start-stop kind of riff. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, no. I mean, it's good. I like I like the song. Anything else on Crown? Good on Crown. To our martyrs. Let's pop open some Crown. Hello, hello, Vinny. <laughs> um, I don't have any. He's getting dunk in here. To our martyrs <laughs> is probably my least favorite song. Really? I, I like this I, one a lot. I, I still, this, I still this one like actually it. Like, did some really interesting things with the, the beat. This is a total in joke thing, but but one of my notes on this song was 
this song, the drumming is like all of Brett's drumming ideas. <laughs> like, like they're like, they're like, yeah. And then you go, ticka, 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 ticka. It's like, it's very like. Yeah, fast beat for one measure and yeah. slow beat for three. But then there's like this one thing where it's like, he clearly heard the riff and goes like, oh yeah, and then I'll, I'll do the riff on this, on the drums on this part. Like, you know, like real fast. Like this song is pretty like, it's very Hellhammer. Uh, th- this is probably the most Hellhammer one to me. It's it's very just like to the point, like kind of balls to the wall this type song, of song. This is the most like thrash, yeah, and, like death metally song. Yeah, I mean like a uh, and I. <laughs> The, the, there's a riff that they play. It's 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 towards the beginning where they're doing like the faster, like the, the hammer on pull offy riff, and it sounds like it sounds like what I imagined, like it, it, cre- creepy, like '90s, like vampire dudes would play when they're like trying to be like creepy and cool. Like it's like it's just like it's 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 really, I don't know. I, this song's just kind of fun. Um, the lyrics are hilarious in this one. The lyrics, oh he, yeah, he they pees are. On, this, this is, is the what. This is the one I was talking I about. Shit on the blessed whore <laughs> and the blessed side. Yeah, this the, is the one that made me want to go. I want to know how old he was when he wrote this because, <laughs> so like, yeah, I was 25. like, you. Because <laughs> 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 I put one of my notes was uh, obviously sarcastically. I was, I was like, he pees on the cross, and I'm here for it. He, sh- he shits on your holy Bible. <laughs> Bro, yeah, the, I wrote those no, lyrics down. I was like, we were all like, Ooh. yeah. I wrote down, mm, love that blasphemy slash edge. I this spit at your edge. God's face. I piss on the cross. I vomit on the Holy Bible. I shit on the blessed whore and her bastard son. Vorf, what is you doing? <laughs> well, Vorf, honestly, pre- this song's Vorf. This song's exactly all about how lyrics. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It's, it's all about how Christianity is is destroying our youth. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I respect it. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. This this is one of the ones that uh, I I always remember the intro riff, and that's kind of it because the song is is really short. It's like two it, yeah two it's, minutes it's and really fifteen short. seconds long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love the the outro where he just like yells. It's like it when he says God, it isolates. And it gets all distorted and like talking about where it ends. Yes, the yeah, very yeah. ending. That's what I, I love the the blood curdling croak at the end. I put that yeah, too. I put cool. that too. That's that's. <clears throat> I know that I just said I like this song, but the best part of this song is when it ends and it goes perfectly into the closer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like just that. Like yeah, I fucking love that. That was great. Cool. Are we are we ready to talk about the closer? Yeah, I mean I don't have much more to say about to to our yeah. marchers. The the way that the Just keep peeing on the cross wharf. Yeah, keep peeing on it. <laughs> the way it, the way it transitions into the It's got that cool ominous keyboards on it. Yeah. It's dank. Yeah, keys come in, it's super super evil and epic. Yes. On this last track. I love how this is their epic and it's only four and a half minutes. <laughs> and even then a minute and a half of it is is like the <laughs> outro. It's just outro shit. Yeah, I know. Um yeah, this is another one too. Like once the the opening riff is like super Hellhammer. Yeah, like to me. Dun, I know I've said that like a million dun. times. I, but I thought this was the most Celtic Frost sounding one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. But yeah, the I key, like like I said, the keys come in very very epic, very evil sounding, very cool. What I like about this one is the the way that the the dun 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 dun, dun riff when uh when it goes into the second measure and he starts doing the vocals over it, it becomes like open 
and in real like you know it's just like a is it sounds more distorted and kind of like sloppy and a little more like i don't know i think they get pretty doomy on this one yeah, yeah it's it's doomy i love this is one of the ones where they play with a a riff a lot yeah and do a lot of different variations of it this is the one that I was talking about earlier too. That we were saying how uh, they they do the the offbeat the reggae, like yeah. timing, mm-hmm. like dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had the yeah. same thought. Yeah, that, that's where they like doubled down on that offbeat concept and like just made the whole riff that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool though. It, it fucking it really really works. Um, yeah, this whole song is like the the most evil riffs ever. It's it's great. Just just works. It's it's a perfect collection of them and they do <laughs> they, you guys notice at the end they do that uh they, they they go like a whole step up like a key change like for the ending like chorus thing it's like the power metal key change i didn't catch it i actually have never noticed that they move up like any he, and he's singing a little higher like he's yelling a little higher this, i've heard this song i've listened to this album a bunch of times over the past couple of weeks but i i get to this one the least you know, so so like, you haven't yeah. listened to the album a bunch of times. Is what you're saying? I've listened to it many times, but <gasps> I've heard the rest of the album a lot more than like these last two or three songs. So you haven't listened to the album. Shit. You've listened to Call the first half. I've listened to the whole album many times. Oh. So you've listened to two thirds of the album many I've, times. What the fuck are you talking about? What's talking about? You lying. Shit, you're getting called out, Brett. Why? You can't say I've listened to an album if you listen to seven out of ten tracks. What's he talking about? I've listened to the whole album a you lot just of said, times. I had it on said, repeat for like a week. You said you get to this song not very often, though. You, you're you're assuming that he hasn't listened to it a lot of times all the way through. He's still That's a not liar. What he's, saying. he's still a liar, though. No, he's not. If he's saying that he's listened to it a lot of times, but he's gotten to these the least amount of times, that means he's listened through the entire album a lot of times, but he's listened to the first seven songs a lot more times than getting through all the entire thing. Back on topic, though. I will say I like that this song and I guess album it just ends on some Castlevania shit. I love it. Yeah, I like I like the outro to this. It's very cool. I agree. Symphony of the Night. That's what I was thinking of when I heard it. It's a very fitting ending. Uh, yeah, no, great closer, real good closer. Yeah, yeah this is this is one of the uh, this song is a little different sounding from all of them. Yeah, for um, sure. Especially with just how it's purely like slow the whole time and it's yeah caps it off nicely yeah it's part, one of my part, favorites part of me kind of I, I not wishes but kind of wonders if the album would have been helped if this was like in the middle somewhere just because it is a change of pace mm-hmm. and i feel like if the album ended on uh to our martyrs with that blood curdling scream that would either have been satisfactory that's Maybe. a neat idea for an ending, but like this is a stronger closer to me. It leaves more of an impression. It makes me want to listen to it again. Yeah. Like whereas like Two Our Martyrs is just like fast thrashy song and like yeah, that's a cool idea for an ending just being the the scream at the end. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, man. I like this as a as a closer. I think it's. I, I like it too. I mean, I I don't I don't have a problem with this this track order. I'm just kind of curious. Like maybe, yeah. maybe maybe that would help if you put this in the middle and then end it on Two Our Martyrs. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's so. I mean, yeah. We talked about you know the slight, I guess, lack of variation mm-hmm. um, in the song like riffs and structures, but like overall, like it's such a it's it's breezy. I mean, like you know, it's a breezy listen. So like, I don't really mind the 
similarities between some of the tracks. Like, you know, it, it's, I'm going to, I don't either. <laughs> this is an album I've listened to probably a hundred times. And I never noticed until I started paying attention to how long it was specifically for this podcast. I never noticed it was this short. Okay. Uh, so in conclusion, uh, let's go to Brett. This is great. Well, so um, <laughs> it's super repetitive, but it's great. Uh, and it, it, I mean, repetitive in the sense that they found a groove and like fucking wrote it home. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad way, not in a bad way, repetitive. Uh, like I said, I related it to the black album before, which I mean, I guess if anyone is listening that doesn't know what that means, it's, it's just, they took a kind of extreme metal style and they honed it down to something really, really accessible and, um, streamlined and catchy and good. Um, and if there, if there are any downsides, it's that it's, this is 95% like the same tempo, um, which, you know, it, it's still very palatable. I was able to listen to this album multiple times in one day. And like, I don't really do that often with music. Like, um, I think this is just good shit, and I give it an 80. Nice. Very nice. I have a pretty uh, similar sentiment. Um, yeah, I mean, this album is really good. Uh, I like the mix. sits just right where you can hear everything, but it's not, like, overproduced, um, so it fits the style. A um, few moments, uh, or a lot of moments, where it kind of, retreads itself but it's not a lengthy listen uh so you're not really bothered by it um i never really was um but yeah um uh i like that the uh the riffs and just the song structures have that like raw angry energy of like kind of the bands of the decade before that were kind of you know leaning into this style but this is played with a lot more uh confidence and a lot more skill and uh it's it's truly like something you can hear even if you're not familiar with sam l um like any of their previous work or work after you can tell that this is a band like honing something and progressing into something kind of like all their own and uh, i really like it a lot um i gave it an 81 what gave it the extra one <laughs> over your 80 <laughs> i've well i felt like I don't know, cause it, cause I liked it. Just a point over an eight out of ten, I guess. Uh, I was like eight out of ten. It's a little bit more, but I don't want to go like eight five. I don't know. I, I don't know. Eighty one sounded good. Yeah, yeah, I, most of my ratings, I'm just like that number. Like you know, that's been <laughs> like, me too. <laughs> I guess I usually start off with like a round number. Like I'll be like it's a round of seven, and I'll be like, is it like a high seven or a low seven? I like you going know? last so I can compare my feelings you like to change but your numbers you like to change yeah, yeah. i've them. done that a few I'm times a cheater <laughs> okay dennis so i listen to this album a lot uh i i lost count of how many uh, over 20 times um then i i enjoyed it a lot and i was waiting for like a filler song or like a song of lesser quality than the previous ones but it never really happened this album to me is crazy consistent all the way through um, it might be the most consistent album, in my opinion, that we've done on the podcast. 
Um, I think it's got really solid songwriting through there. And there's a lot of nice touches that give it some variety uh, for something that's so like hyper focused in what they're doing and like the sound they're trying to achieve. Uh, the production production is excellent. I think um, just talking about black metal, uh, it, it it's very good. I mean, the fact that you can hear the bass is a great thing for black metal because usually you can't. Um, I, I think the production it's great just in metal terms. I'm not even just black metal. It just sounds very good. Um, I think the music is really original for early mid nineties black metal. I mean, th- those bands were all, they were like kind of doing the same thing. And Samuel is kind of an outlier there. They had their own thing going on. I mean, it's definitely influenced from like first wave black metal to where it doesn't sound like typical second wave, but uh, I mean, they're, they're still going their own path. Um, I think everything is really well played and pretty tight, which is also a unique thing for black metal in the second wave. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the bands usually didn't sound super tight, um, whether that's from lack of skill or they're just purposely being sloppy. Yeah. Uh, Sam not doing that here. Um, there's a couple parts where it gets a little loose, but I would never say it's sloppy. I'd say that, 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 that's all on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, it's all, it's very, I, it's just like rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. I said that in the, um, when we were talking about the very first song, I was like, it's like purposefully, you know, like even, even the riffs that are supposed to sound like kind of like sloppy or sludgy and running around or, you know, whatever, like it feels precise and still mechanical in like a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. A, There's a good balance, uh, that they've achieved on there. Uh, there's so many good riffs on this album. Uh, I, I, I love, I don't have a single problem with any of the guitar playing as far as like riffs go. Um, the drums are pretty pounding throughout the whole thing and they do a really excellent job of being heavy and they're pretty tasteful in my opinion. Um, very de- Brett, very Brett. Yeah. I, well, I'd say, uh, definitely better drumming than, uh, Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though I, I love what he's doing. He um, did all right. Yeah. <laughs> for, for not being a drummer, Abbott is an okay drummer. Um, he only misses one out of five beats. <laughs> yeah. That's not too bad <laughs> for how fast he's going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the bass is audible, which I was impressed by. And there's some very nice, like bass lines in there. Um, I, I will say though, some of the times, well, not some of the times I would say, the majority of the time, he just kind of follows the guitar. Uh, I wish he was doing something a little bit more, but I mean, it, it's not really that much of a detriment to the sound. Um, keyboards, to me, 90%, it's great. It adds really great atmosphere to the album and it's some really nice textures there. And there's just a few parts where it sounds kind of cheap to me. Um, the vocals, I dig them. Uh, they get shrieky and tortured. Uh, but for the most part, they're very articulate as well. And you can definitely understand the lyrics, which is a big positive for me. Um, as far as bad things go, uh, the main thing for me is there's not a single guitar solo on here. Uh, and that's, that, that's a big problem. I didn't even notice that again. I don't know. I don't know if it's something I would want in this kind of style. I don't really care. (laughs) I I don't know. I, I think this is something where where immortals got him beat for the same time period. Demon has could solo. Um, I mean, that's, that's not true for could or couldn't. It's not like they couldn't solo. They, they clearly made a choice that it would not benefit the songs. There's plenty of times where there's buildup and it sounds like you should probably put a solo there and then they do something else. 
Um, I prefer, I mean, they don't, they don't need a solo on every song. It's like I said, for the thrice album, but a solo or two would have definitely helped. Usually uh, I'd agree. So a guitar solo, guitar solo is fucking rock, but like I, the fact that I didn't even notice, I didn't give a second care, second thought to the fact that there were no, yeah, I didn't really think about it, I guess, just because of the style, you know, I mean, like, I guess like I mentioned, you know, Hellhammer to death on this, but like every time that Tom Warrior would do a solo back in those days, it was f- not great. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I see. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of guitar solo you could do with this style that I would think was like really good. Like it, it almost like, I don't know. I think the title track could have benefited from a solo. I think the pacing of that song and Maybe there's like plenty of slow, opportunities. Like a slow melodic yeah. solo. I yeah. Think, I, I think it would have helped that. it. Um, yeah, but uh, the Hellhammer thing I was going to mention, like when I was thinking about it and I realized there's no guitar solos, I kind of started thinking like, you know, maybe it benefited, maybe not. I mean, if they're bad solos and it's something like early creator where Millie's playing the solos and he just stinks, <laughs> that does not help <laughs> the Millie, music. Put all of Millie's solos on the stinker list. Yeah. Uh, he de- it definitely would have helped out if he had Hansi Mula in the band. <laughs> that guy could solo. We'll get him on one day. Best riffer of all time, too. People say that. <laughs> People say that. <laughs> um, People I can't, still come up. They and do. Tell me that. I believe it. No. <laughs> um, I can't really pick a favorite song on here because I love the majority of them. Um, I would say that this is one of the best black metal albums that I've heard, uh, and it might be one of the best metal albums I've heard too. I'd probably put it in my top hundred. I know that doesn't sound like much, but I mean. I do listen to a lot of music, so that is pretty high praise. You have thousands. (laughs) Well, and not only that, but I mean, I feel like we're all kind of more well-versed in the metal genre than anything else. So, I mean, like, we'd probably have more to say and more to talk about with with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just to wrap it up, um, as far as the lyrics go, I I like them. I mean, they get, like, super blasphemous, and I'm into that. Um, The the one song... uh, which one was it? Uh, to our martyrs, to our where he takes a poopy. <laughs> no, that's that's bad. <laughs> Those are bad big, lyrics. He takes a big stink on on God. Uh, he upchucks. It's a uh, it's on the take Bible. A poopy on a stinky God. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are those are bad lyrics. Those are those are not the ones that I like. Um, Baphomet's Throne's got great lyrics. I like those very much. Uh, Till we meet again. I think those are great. It's like. <laughs> He didn't ask to be born, and he's pissed about it. And I'm, 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 I'm about that. Are you I like gonna that. sue your parents? I like so what he's saying. I, no, I'm not gonna sue my parents. <laughs> I feel that one. Um, but Fuck yeah, being alive. <laughs> yes, yeah. it hurts. Uh, I like the album very much. Uh, I gave it an 88. I okay. Just beat I, Faith no more. I kind of felt this when he said it, and we were all like. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to do Sam Isle. And I was like, "This is gonna be the best one." Like, we're all into this. Okay, so Not for me, yet. it's gonna beat Machine Head. He's gonna do. A, he's gonna give it a hundred. So for me, as I said, you gonna pull the Machine Head like Brett and take off two points for two things she didn't like. That's fair. <laughs> so for me, like I said, this is this is one of my favorite albums ever, and it's been hugely influential for me and in what I like and it has continued to stay like over the years, every time I listen to it, I'm just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and crown specifically that the intro riff is 
probably my favorite riff ever. Um, it's just, you know, it just rules. That's all I can say about this album is that it rules. Um, they changed their sound pretty significantly after this. They got a lot more, way more industrial and a little dancey. Um, I still love all of it, but um, I'm I'm about to bust out a uh, musical squares first. Oh, God. I'm going to give this album a 100 out of 100. Jesus, Max. I think it is flawless. I thought you were going to say all this and then pull the old... So I'm gonna give it a 63. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what right. you did to Machine Head. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard. Very, uh, That's 60. all right. Uh, well, Max, I got to tell you, a very interesting choice to give it a hundred because you just barely eked it out as the top album of all time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Over uh, Faith No More. What? Yeah. Samuel now sits at the top as the best album of all time with an 87.25 beating Faith No More is the Real Thing by 0.25. What's the third one? 0.25? 0.25. Really, it's just a... To get to become the best album of all time, it just has to like be in a really weird Venn diagram of all of our taste profiles. Oh, yeah. Like it, just, <clears throat> it doesn't actually have to be the best. We, we just, just all have to, have to like it. We, we just all have to like it. One, one of us can't dislike it. What's the, the, what's the whole the third conceit one of this podcast is impossible. So, I mean, like, you know, it's... I uh, mean, if you told me the three highest rated albums of all time were Samael, Faith No More, and Deep Purple, I'd say yeah. That's a good choice. I can't <laughs> yeah, argue you, with it. You would say yeah. I can't argue uh, with it. The four yeah. of us would. That makes sense. I would No, I would not say Faith No More should be in there. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather go with our fourth pick, uh, Purple Rain. Honestly, like, but high 80 for our highest ever... You know, like we're not even touching the the nineties yet. Mm -hmm. That's true. There's some album's gonna come along that we all just fucking love. What could that be though? Uh ceremony of opposites. It already happened. No, that didn't hit ninety. I don't know, like Iron Maiden? Thundersteel. Thundersteel? That would be yeah. up there, yeah. I'd probably give that one a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Abbey Road. Uh, no, I don't no. Think. Give I it. A, we'll give it a twelve. I think, these two would shit on it. I think Abbey Road <laughs> is fucking great. Don't judge me. You're right, Brett. It is great. I remember your police score, Nick. <laughs> what does that have to do with the Beatles? Nick, you might like Abbey Road. It's 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 a lot more diversified than like. Brett, he'll hate it out of principle. <laughs> I would not. I'd give it a chance. Okay, pick Abbey Road. Who's next? You're Nicholas. I give, the, <laughs> I, give the gonna... I give the police a huge chance. Okay, so <laughs> I listened to that album so many times, dude. I was like, <clears throat> Nicholas. Come on, Nick. Nicholas, you're yanking my winky right Dennis, now. Stop arguing. I'm not, I'm not even. You're yanking my winky real hard. Dude, I listened to that album a shit ton of times. Um, okay, so now that we have uh, rated this album as the <laughs> best album of all time, mm -hmm. um, Nicholas, give us some clues. Yeah, um, so I made. Pet Sounds Beach Boys. <laughs> Brett would kill me. No, but <laughs> I would kill you. I no, would I'm love joking. You probably, probably I'm kiss just, you. <laughs> I was joking. I was, but no. Um. Uh. So, I think uh, I know that Max did. I don't know if uh, Brett or Dennis did when we first started talking about this podcast. But I made a giant list of albums that I love and want to talk about. Um. One day 
on this show. Um, but I went through all my CDs and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I have this big old list and, um, I was kind of considering the, uh, content of everything that we've done so far. And I kind of feel bad that the only representation we have of hip hop is macho man. (laughs) So I wanted to do a hip hop album and uh, I wanted to do something that I haven't really listened to before or been exposed to too much uh, from an artist's uh, point of view. And mm. this, uh, I got to admit, like, I actually picked this without really looking anything up about it. Um, I picked the artist, at least, without looking anything up about it. It's just one that I was, like, vaguely familiar with. And it turns out it's kind of one of the most, like, critically acclaimed hip-hop albums of all time. So yeah, I think it, it'll be a good it, baseline. Or, Archievelli? Or, no, um, uh, but it is a uh, it's a New York rapper. Nas, Nas, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it Illmatic? Illmatic, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do Illmatic. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I figured that'll be a good hip hop album for stupid. us to do. So, you okay. know, yeah, that'll go. We'll go from uh, shitting on the black on the dog Christ to uh, you know, Nas. <laughs> what? It's Nas. All right, but yeah, we're gonna do that next time. <laughs>